afternoon. Out there at the party practice we were at. What, what's his status so far? Oh, he didn't practice today. He's got a foot. Is that the same injury he kind of played through Sunday, or did, did yeah, happen? same one? Are you reasonably confident that that given where that was and what he was able to do Sunday, he'd be able to go this week? Uh, we'll see how he feels as the week goes by. How are you looking at this 49ers defensive line with the addition of Chase Young? They've got. Three out of their starting four of their first round picks. Javon Hargrave, the Frazier pickup, might be playing the best out of all four of those. What do you see up front when you look at that, that front four? I mean, they're explosive. They can get after the passer. They do very well stunting in the run game. They're strong up front. They're first round picks for a reason. They got a lot of stars over there. For a team that's, that's brought a lot of pressure with their front four, uh, they don't have a lot of sacks. I think they're 20th in the league, but they're up there in terms of pressures. Is, is our team's just trying to get the ball out of their hands quickly? Is that? way to attack San Francisco? I don't know if it's the way to attack them, but you're definitely getting the ball out of there. You know, the pressures are probably more important than the sacks because you're not looking downfield. And as long as they're getting pressures, which they are, and getting the ball out, I'm pretty sure they're happy because they got guys in the back that can fly around and make plays. Is this one of the more diverse offenses you're facing when you got a running back and McCaffrey, you can catch it and run it. The guy like Diego Samuel can catch it and run it. Um, Kittle and Ayuk. They've got a lot more weapons and they got a lot more yak yard guys than we faced uh, recently. So all of them can do a lot of things. And obviously Kittles is in there as well. So, you know, we just got to be able to tackle. We got to be where we need to be at the right time. And we got to gang tackle. Ty, we don't, we don't always look, a whole, look back a whole lot on Wednesdays, but you had a, a random play Sunday where on punt return, um, Zion thought there were 12 on the field, but he was on the far side of the field. Um, and went off the field on the opposite side. In that situation, would you would you rather have a timeout there, or are you okay just taking a five-yard penalty on in a first quarter of a game like that? Well, he was on the field. Had I saw him go over there on the sideline, I would have called a timeout. You'd rather use the timeout there than eat the five yards? Yeah. Coach, uh, we saw Marquise Watts get his first you know, regular season action, extended action there. What have you seen of him? I mean, this is a guy that was a trial guy, right? Not even an undrafted free agent necessarily. But what did you see of him in, in practice that gave you the confidence to put him out there? And then, of course, you know, he produced in the game. He's gone against Luke and Tristan every day. And we give him the, the best pass rusher of the week so he can give them guys work because he works hard nonstop. And he's been giving them fits. And because he's been giving them fits and they've been blocking well in ball games, a lot of that is a credit to him. So we said, you know, he deserves a shot. Let's see what he does on Sunday. He went out and did the same thing. So we really like where he's at right now, and he's coming along good. more playing time that way? Or? He should earn some playing time. I'm sorry, if I could just follow Yaya Diaby is the other young guy, right, that we've seen him develop, and you had expectations for him, obviously drafted him. Are those two guys sort of, I mean, you step back a step and go, you know what, we got two pretty good young pass rushers here on the outside, along with, you know, your first-round pick. Um, future's pretty good. Still developing, but we really like all three of them. We like all three of them right now. I like where they are. I like the way they're developing. Obviously, they got to continue to be healthy and, and do all the right things to play, and they're, they're heading in that direction, so we're, we're very happy about that. What do you think it was where the defense, after that clunker, like you said, gave up all those points, was able to come back and play so well? Sunday. What do, you, what do you think was the main reason? Was it them? They took it upon themselves or? 
I mean, everybody's got a lot of pride. You don't want to just have a bad game and not come back from it. You're not going to go in the tank. You either you either attack it head on or you go back in the tank. Those guys have a lot of pride. We played a lot of good football in the past, and everybody got down, put their nose down to the grindstone, and got back to work as a group. And we understand what we're capable of, and they came out and played the game. Uh, prior to the Jacksonville victory uh, for San Francisco, they dropped three straight games only scored 17 points in each of those. The turnovers were the, the main factor probably leading into those, those losses. Is that how you beat San Francisco is you've got to get the ball out of their hands? That's one way. You know, you either score a lot of points or you make them turn it over, hopefully, so we can get one or the other or maybe both of them. But they're a very good football team. They don't have many bad games, and we got to play a solid football game to give ourselves a chance. Todd, your defenses um, have done a good job against McCaffrey uh, in the past. Uh, when he was with the Panthers, uh, that they use him in a different way, and what's been the key in sort of containing him, uh, so to speak? In Carolina, he was one of maybe two or three stars. He got about five or six of them over there in San Fran, and they move him around a lot, and they do a lot more with him as well as with the other guys, so they make it difficult to keep tabs on him. I think that's the difference from when he was in San Fran to Carolina. And what's the key to uh, not, not letting him take the game over? Tackling, you know, the yak yards. He, he, him and Debo break so many tackles. It's unbelievable. You have, you have to group gang tackle them if you can. You got to be able to get them down and limit yards per catch and limit them in the run game if you can. But he does so many things well. It's hard to just contain them. You just try to slow them down if you can. You didn't know much about Purdy when you faced him last year, but now that obviously he's played quite a few games, is the approach different uh, in facing him? I hope the results are different. Obviously, you know, they beat us pretty good last year and some things we got to change and we learn from. And hopefully that changes for the better. But he's a good quarterback. He's a good football player. He's a smart football player. Uh, Kyle plays smart football players. He takes care of the ball. He knows where to go with the football and he can use his feet when he needs to. So it's going to be other than the other weapons they have. That's a challenge in itself with him using his feet as well. So many different looks defensively. Um, and I, I don't want you to share more than you want to share here. But yeah, you have one where you have neither Delaney nor Neal on the field, and Isian is almost like your second safety. I just want to ask you about that package and, and what you like about it. Usually there's three down line of that as well. I mean, it's, it's really a base package when they put in an extra guy, and we're pretty sure they're going to run the ball and spread out personnel, but keep the base in there to have a bigger guy up there. So then just an extra guy that can cover as opposed to a safety covering the wide out. But it's it's really the penny package. You know, a lot of teams use it. You use your base personnel and you sub out a safety for an extra cover guy. Tristan hasn't given up a sack uh, moving to left tackle. And if you're going up against Bosa, you got Chase on the other side. What is it like to, to have, I guess you would call it a luxury of, of an all-pro type talent that can hold his own on the edge and you may not have to give him much help? I mean, you forget he moved from right to left just this year because he hasn't given up a sack, and, but he works hard at it. He takes a lot of pride in it, and he'll have his hands full this week with several pass rushes that they have, and I'm sure he'll do his due diligence to be ready to play, and I think he's excited for the competition. you expect this transition to be so quick? I knew he would compete and play hard. I knew he would do well. I didn't expect it, and I'm pretty sure it's not seamless if you ask him, but if you're looking at it from the outside in, because he hasn't given up a sack, it looks like an easy transition, but he works at it very hard. Uh, Brent Warren gets a lot of headlights headlines in San Francisco, but Dre Greenlaw is, is really a great linebacker. So if you just comment on Greenlaw and what he brings to that one-two punch they have a linebacker. 
They feed off each other. I mean, Fred's headlines are well-deserved. Greenlaw plays. Boy, he plays. He goes from sideline to sideline. He's very physical. He can cover. He makes just as many plays. And, you know, the guys that are in the league that know, know how valuable he is. That screen, uh, that screen to uh, Rashad, was a big play last week. Um, what are the chances we see more of that going forward? And uh, if you can be an effective screen team, uh, as a defensive coordinator, uh, how devastating is that uh, can can be to a defense? That's tough. It makes you hesitate if you're a blitzing team, and if you can block it up and get out on the screen, and it's a high completion percentage. And if you can get some blockers out there and get some runs, it's tough for any defense to do. Anything else? Thanks. Anything else?